Hello, you mindful mamas, and welcome back to Enlightenhood. Today, we are talking to the very wonderful Kelly Rowland. Kelly is a next level leader coach, and no, she's not the same Kelly Rowland from Destiny's Child, but I think she is much more inspirational. Kelly is a wife and a mom to two very adorable identical twin boys, and she's a working mom who has turned her passion into profits, and she's in pursuit of living life on her own terms, which I think is something that we can all relate to. And today we're talking about how to step into your authentic self and what that means for you as a woman and a wife and a mother. Kelly is the host of the Balance Podcast, and she's an aspiring speaker. And with her message, she really hopes to motivate the masses into being brave and brazen and to follow the call of their heart, which I think in the Enlightenhood community, we as women, we are all following our heart and we are all so passionate. And one of the things I love the most about this podcast is really being able to sit back and listen to women speak their truth and speak from their heart. And that was something I was able to do with Kelly in this conversation. So I really hope you enjoy everything she has to say. And here's Kelly. And do people always tell you that your name is the same as Kelly Rowland from Destiny's oh, yeah. Child? And the funny thing is my married name. And when I was younger, like survive, I was Destiny's Child was it, right? And I don't know how old you were, but I'm 29. So, okay. Yep, so Survivor, you know, it's like, hey, Kelly, can you handle this? That was always my part. So I totally manifested behind the <laughs> I love that so much. And so did you know when you met your husband and you knew his last name, did you just know, oh, this oh, is coming? Sure. That, um... And at the time, <laughs> motivation was her song. Like it was on the radio. So all of his friends were like kid at him and me about that song. So, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I love it so much. So Brazen and Brave was created out of your own life experience. So can you tell me how that came about? Yeah, so Brazen and Brave came about when really this year, this year has been a massive breakthrough year for me. Um, when I started my coaching business and my podcast, I really felt as though I needed to be validated by others, especially the people closest to me, you know, my family, um, specifically my dad and other people. And I went through this in insane process of realizing that I didn't need to be anything or anyone for anybody and who I needed to be was my most authentic self. And for so long, I have done everything that everyone wanted me to do. And it's led me to a great life. I mean, I do have an amazing job. I have an amazing family and all these things, but I realized that I was sheltering who I was and it was only hurting me in the end. So I had a podcast episode about sex and orgasms and about how women deserved orgasm and communication is needed to have a great sex life. And for like a week, I didn't put it on social media. And I always post about my latest podcast episode. So I finally posted about it in big, bold letters. And it was the most freeing feeling in all the world. But at the same time, I got a lot of calls from family, people calling my husband, um, my parents talking about me. And it really, really hurt. And I cried like a baby that night. And I called my husband. And he made me repeat, I will not 
not be defeated. I will not be defeated. And I kept saying that to myself over and over and over. And the most amazing thing happened, like through those tears and through all the pain, I grew so much as a woman and as a mother and as a wife. And I am this new woman who is living out my dreams because I realized that no one knows my heart and my goals like like that, like I do. No one knows it like I, like I do. So brazen and brave. I wanted to. I knew that other people were walking through this journey of not being their most authentic self and kind of peeking around the door, asking permission to be themselves. So I created um, a course to do just that to help other people realize that the best thing they could do for anyone, especially themselves, was to be brave and to be brazen. And for anyone who doesn't know, brazen. I didn't realize this is not a common term, common term, but it's to be bold and to do it unapologetically. So I want to encourage people to be bold in their own life and to stop apologizing for who they are. So it was a very personal journey um, that I went through that I love sharing with others and, you know, encourage others to walk through that same kind of process. What were some of those things of your most authentic self that you were really holding back? Okay. So just an example, um, professionally, I am an electrical engineer and I, I became an electrical engineer really for my family because I knew I could, and I knew it provided me a great job and a great lifestyle, which it has, but it's not who I am and who I am is someone who inspires people, who motivates people, who asks people to dig deeper, to be their most authentic self. And like, for instance, I want to do the podcast and I want to talk about sex and I want to talk about the hard things, the real things to create a real community and not this fake place where people think you're one thing, but you're not. And um, like, I want to be a speaker. I want to be an inspirational speaker and stand on a big stage and help women see that the person they are is beautiful and they should never apologize for that. But because of my career and all these things, I felt like I had to hide this part of me because part of me almost felt guilty. You know, I'm like, I have it all. Why do I need more? Why do I want to do this coaching business? Why do I want to live a life by design and create my own schedule. And so I had to sift through a lot of emotions um, around guilt about wanting more, about people not understanding why I wanted something different or, you know, why I was kind of putting myself out there so openly. Because, like, I come from a family, you know, I'm raised in the South, Southern Baptist, people hide, right? Like, kind of hide who they are mm-hmm. and shelter the hard things. And I'm doing the exact opposite. I'm like, no. I want to talk about the hard things. I want to show like my marriage has been hard and we've walked through a lot of hard things. Um, as a mom, like being mom is extremely hard and I'm just all about being real. And the more real I am, the better I feel and the more I can connect pe- with people on a deeper level. Is there still a lot of pushback from your family and the people closest there to you? There is, absolutely. Um, it's not done openly. It's more done behind my back. Like, I'll hear so-and-so said this. Like, for instance, one of my family members very close to me has only listened to this sex podcast. I have 20-something episodes, and it hurts, you know, but people only look for the negative sometimes. I learned mm-hmm. this new term This new term recently. Oh, I don't want to forget. It's called cave people. It's about, um, shoot, what's it stand for? 
Uh, it's just like people who are, I'll think about it later, that no matter what, they're always going to find the negative and no matter what you yep. do. So I've talked to a mom recently about this because she's struggling with her expectations of or her expectations of others, right? Like around Mother's Day and all this, but I've had to learn to drop expectations, to drop expectations of how my family is going to view me, how they're going to feel about me. And although deep, deep, deep down, I, it still bothers me that people don't support me. It bothers me more because I feel like they're missing out on what I'm doing because like with my children, um, I hope and pray that I am fully supportive of everything they do, even if I don't quite understand. So I kind of look at it at coming from a place, even as a mom now and how, you know, I want to treat my children. I wish, I wish some of my family could get on board with me and it does hurt, but I keep doing it anyway and I keep growing and I keep striving. And I just know that one day we'll come to a place where, you know, it'll be a better place, even if they don't understand. Mm -hmm. Cause how can they not see how happy you yeah. are and how free right. you feel? It's, it's very confusing. Um, I've talked about this, um, with my husband a lot because, you know, my, and I'm not saying anything negative about my family, but they're very, you know, I'm, I'm a strong Christian and they are too, but that's what I, I don't quite understand. Right. Because it's my conversations and my heart and what I know is true and what is right. And I mean, I, I mean, you know, I mean, you will know when you watch this podcast into the world, the, the feedback you get and the lives that you change is the best feeling in the entire world. And like you said, how could that be wrong? Yeah. And we're only human. Yeah. You know, it's so hard, like you said, that the negative will always just have such more of an effect than all of the positive, but it's also so freeing. And I feel like so invigorating to be living your authentic self that the balance between the two must be so hard to juggle at times. And this has been, I say, this has been a journey. It's been a process. It's been really ever since I was probably 17 or 18. Um, you know, I've even like, I, it was in the, in the books for me to go to the air force Academy and I turned it down. So I've always been kind of a, I kind of push back. Um, but not entirely, like I've never fully and, and entirely owned who I am and who I was until recently. And even like my husband said, I probably still have some growing to do and I still have, you know, I have growing and growth to do with my mindset, but I always go back to my why, why am I doing this? Who am I doing it for? Why does it matter? What kind of an impact am I making? And what does my future look like? And when I think about those things, all the other noise, I can close it off and I can say, you know what, too bad. And I'm just going to keep pushing and keep striving because I know what's important and who is counting on me. And my, you know, I, I think about my kids, right? Like if I'm going to, if I'm going to empower my kids to live out their best life and truly go after their dreams, then I better be living it. And that's exactly what I want to do for them as well. I love that you said that because that was one of the biggest things that I discovered while talking to all these women across this platform is that everyone has their why and it's just so powerful. It really is. Did, did you ever have any inkling like you went to the Air Force and you were going to be an engineer, but did you just have this sense that you were meant for something bigger? Yes, always. And I love that you asked that question because 
I feel as though sometimes we're, we, we are taught to kind of hide our big dreams and our big goals and to play small. But what I've learned is that the bigger you play and the more you put yourself out there, the more you encourage others to do the same. And I joke, I forget where I said this, but when I was 17 years old, my best friend and I, we wanted to go into middle school and speak and really help young girls realize that peer pressure was dumb. They didn't need to succumb to it and that they were made for more and that there was more beyond high school, which is kind of silly, right? When you think about your 17 year old self and you're like, what the heck did I know? (laughs) But the point is, like, I've always, always, always wanted to be on that stage, and I've always wanted to inspire people to be bigger than than anything they could ever imagine, and to just know that there is more for them. And so, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's kind of odd that I boxed myself into the career that I did, which my career has led me. I'm doing something different now than engineering, and it's it's wonderful. But um, you know, that took a while to get there. Um, but yes, to, your, to answer your question, I have always believed, um, and even still, like I want to do retreats. I want to write a book about my birth story and the journey we walk through. So I'm always think it's 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 not like I'm not content because I'm big on that. Like I'm very grateful for where I'm, I am at currently, and I'm grateful for my journey and I'm grateful for my family. But at the same time, while I can be grateful, I can still like strive for more and kind of demand more of myself because I know what's possible. So how has stepping into your true authentic self, how has it changed you as a oh mother? My goodness. Well, like I, I truly like, it's an odd thing to say, but for the, I just feel like a woman, like my own woman. And, and I think that's important because as a mom, especially new moms, um, and I, I find this with moms that have been moms for a while, sometimes you lose yourself. So I love Lena that you're doing this at seven weeks. You're, you have a baby at seven weeks and that might seem crazy, but it, it tells me that you know who you are and it matters to you. And so for me, this has been a journey of while I always have owned who I was in my dreams, it's going a step further than that and saying that I'm not going to have guilt around wanting more. And I'm not going to have that mom guilt with my children of saying, mommy has to do this or mommy needs to do this. It's no, mommy is working on this because of these reasons. And mommy is going to make an impact and this matters and it's important. And really just showing like our kids, like that true drive and that true vision and balancing it all. Right. I mean, there's no perfect balance, but it's finding what is aligned to you and what's true to you. So it's been really enjoyable for me to, to do that with my boys. And they came, they started, they came into the world with a bang. Um, we spent three months in the hospital with them. So from the start, it's been a journey. Um, but motherhood, it's just been a, it's been a crazy process because it all goes together so, so much. Um, but yeah, the last few months have just been eye opening from not just being a mom, but as we're happier, I'll just say that, um, like my husband, myself, my kids were all happier. And I feel like that's the real kicker. And that's the thing when you are your most authentic self, you do have a better marriage you do have a better sex life. You do, like for me, I have more patience with my children. I know that sounds crazy, but when you aren't being authentic and you're ignoring the calls of your heart and 
if you're burnt out every single day and you're exhausted and you haven't, you feel like you haven't accomplished anything. So often it's because we're not doing anything that feels good to us. We're just doing what everyone else says we should be doing. And that is a very slippery slope to get caught into because you do get exhausted you do get tired. And there's a difference between being tired and being burnt out. And then just being exhausted from a day full of things that you really love doing. So for me, it's just been about like giving myself grace, learning that there are things that I love to do and I deserve to do and I shouldn't feel guilty about them. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, no, it does. You blog, you blog a lot about getting out of your comfort zone. And I think you said it well before that it's really being your authentic self and being present. But how has that been for you? Because I I read your blogs and I, I love how you really discuss and get real about being uncomfortable in your marriage and being uncomfortable in your family. And I think that's all part of growing. Yeah. So how, how did you, I mean, I don't even know how to phrase this question, but I just love so much that you're recognizing that and you're um, documenting the journey and sharing it because I feel like so many of us are scared to go mm -hmm. there and feel that uncomfortable feeling. Right. Yeah. So today, actually, it's so funny. I'm glad you asked that because today I took a really amazing workout class and I did not know I was going to be taking this class and I did not know how intense it was going to be. But like in the thick of it, she goes, it's only uncomfortable for a second. That's where the gains happen. And it was funny mm. because, yeah, she's talking about these physical gains of our body. But when she said that, I thought about it metaphorically, you know, in life, it's in the places of discomfort where you gain, where you go grow, mm -hmm. where you develop into the person that you want to be. And if you have dreams, if you have goals and you aspire to be something, then you must know that there's going to be a process where growth is going to happen and you're going to have to step outside your comfort zone, whether that be in the gym and trying a new class, doing the extra rep, going the extra mile, you're going to have to go through some pain and some development. And while it may seem scary, it's only scary because you don't know, right? You just are unsure of what it's going to look like. And for me, you know, like you said, it has been a lot of mindfulness. Um, some of the things are easier than others, right? And I talk about the one um, I think you referred to with my husband. So I am super type A, right? Like painfully so. And I hate being wrong. I absolutely hate it. And for me, like sometimes just pausing and let him speak and let him say his truth without interrupting him is very uncomfortable for me because I want to be right. And I want to say my point and I want to make him know, like, and understand what I'm thinking and feeling. And it's almost like I am, um, you know, I was taught to be a like independent woman. Right. So sometimes mm -hmm. that's uncomfortable for me to let him, like say let him, but to do that. But when I, when I started doing that and I became very mindful and I got in that place of discomfort, I realized that our relationship was so much better and that we grew so much from it. And, you know, that's just an example, but, you know, like just doing this podcast and you doing this podcast and for me to have a podcast and my coaching business, I mean, every single step was just uncomfortable, like telling the world mm -hmm. you're going to have a podcast 
big thing. It's a big thing to do. But when you put yourself out there, something really amazing happens and something really magical happens. And it's like the universe doing like a nod at you, like, okay, Mm -hmm. I see you. I got you. And it's crazy when you, when you say it, you start becoming it, right? Like you're like, okay, well, this is who I say I'm going to be. Well, now I'm going to live it and I need to step up and be it. And, you know, whether that, if you have a business, whether that means going live on Facebook, being uncomfortable, putting yourself out there, um, asking for new opportunities in your job, even if it's scary as hell, like volunteering for a speaking opportunity, volunteering for whatever it may be. Um, you know, there's so many places of discomfort we could go and we should go because what's on the other mm-hmm. side is always amazing. And then you look back and you're like, wait, that wasn't so scary mm-hmm. and it wasn't so bad. And I'm so glad I made the jump. I love that you said that so much because I am feeling that so hard right now. The universe is just throwing everything at me. And, you know, for the longest time, I didn't really show up and I had this idea and I was just spinning in circles. And then when I truly just stepped into it and just, you know, stepped into that unknown and leaped. It's just, it is so terrifying, but also so invigorating. And the universe really does just give you everything you need. Yeah, it does. And it's totally normal what you're feeling. Um, I, little background. So I released my podcast, the first episode, December 31st, 2018, but I started recording in May of 2018 and I yeah, I oh, wow. put it out in the universe that I was doing this. And so what happened is the imposter syndrome. And I was like, you know what? My marriage isn't so hot right now. And I have a lot of things I need to work on. And how dare I even have a podcast where I talk about these things mm-hmm. and because I, I'm not perfect. And I went to, I reverted to this place of I need to be perfect to put myself out there. And finally, mm-hmm. I was like, I couldn't ignore the call of my heart any longer. I mean, it was like pounding at me, like pounding at the door. And it was wrecking, it wasn't wrecking my marriage, but I joke like my podcast almost made my marriage end because I wasn't going for it. And it wasn't his fault, it was my fault. Um, but right. at the same time, like, that comfort zone that I was in actually was, it was, it was ruining me because I thought I was comfortable and safe, but I wasn't. And ignoring the call of your heart is, is I think worse than, you know, um, what am I trying to say? Ignoring the call of your heart is so much worse and it feels comfortable and it's keeping you safe. But at the end of the day, it it wasn't. And so I finally recognized like, girl, you don't have to be perfect. This is people need you as you are right now because other people are going through these exact things and they need to hear this message. We all underestimate our own worth. Yeah. Because it's really hard, especially in the age of social media, when you're comparing yourself to Mm -hmm. others every single day and you just, you don't see yourself in the same way that others see you. And so I love that you say that, you know, you, the imposter syndrome, because I think we all have that. And until we just, you know, say, you know what, I'm just going to show up as the person I want to be. And then you slowly become that person because you're showing up every day. It's really hard to do, but that's where 
you blossom into your true self. And I love your whole thought of mindfulness because even, you know, like the imposter syndrome, I've I've broken through a lot of things, but it doesn't mean like you don't get to a place where you never struggle. Even the most successful people, Mm -hmm. like, as you know, we say like Oprah or whoever, they still have these limiting beliefs. So just being mindful of asking yourself, okay, is what I'm feeling actually true or am I fabricating this and how do I break through it? It's like allowing yourself to spend time in your own brain and processing mm-hmm. it and working it through instead of just putting up these barriers and ignoring what you're feeling. Yeah. I like that you said that because I too feel like I'm not the most mindful person there ever was and I'm not perfect and I'm not meditating for an hour every single day, yeah. but I I think having those other people who also show up and they aren't perfect, but they're your accountability partners mm-hmm. and also having things like your podcast and your, your course and, you know, just showing up and being there, you learn and grow through that. And I think that's just as important as having a very scheduled, a scheduled daily ritual yeah. that everyone says that you should yeah, have. Yeah, it's an every day, every minute kind of thing just to be so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to be present. Do you have any daily rituals that you practice at the moment? Yeah, I mean, I'm not as I'm not. I would like to say I'm 100 consistent. What I do do consistently, I do do a devotion um, every morning. I like to start my day off with something positive. Um, I like to, you know, um, just start my day off that way. And I have a success plan where I've I've written out what I want my life to look like as if it's already happened. And Ooh, I like yeah, that. so I go through that and it's like, you know, I'm this power, powerful, like influential, um, you know, speaker and coach. And I kind of even walk through, you know, like in the morning, I, I, I live in a house in the water and I have time to make breakfast for my kids and I spend time working and creating and writing. And then I, you know, go to the gym with my husband where we can be silly and have fun. And, you know, I go through this whole day and it really helps me that why, right. I start with my why and it just, it reminds me of what's important and kind of helps keep me in check of, you know, what I need to do throughout, throughout the day to make that happen. Now that you've been on this self-discovery journey, does your husband see it? And is he inspired by you at all? Oh my goodness. So yes, I could have a whole episode about this. So as I said, I didn't release my podcast when I originally planned. And that's because he was not necessarily on board. Um, We had a lot of conflict going on and it was really an issue of communication. I wasn't communicating things right. I, I should have brought him on board more often and kept him in the loop and he should have been more supportive. But now we are in this place of, it's just amazing. Like he is so supportive and he's like, he's a lot different than me. Than me. I'm like a go, go, go getter. And he's like, I'm chilling. I'm cool. Like live my best life. Playing video <laughs> games. I, he doesn't have a care in the world, and which is great. It, it balances me, but at the same time, like you said, it does inspire him. And um, you know, he he's like the money making your business. Like put it back in your business, which is crazy for him to say. And he's like, he's so cute. Um, we were talking about SEO, search engine optimization, and which is mm-hmm. kind of fun. He doesn't know what he's talking about, but it's adorable. <laughs> but um, he had a friend that knew someone that did that. But uh, it's it's an amazing 
it's been an amazing journey for us to grow. And I'll just say that to anyone, like your current state of where you are with yourself, with your husband, with your kids, whatever it is, doesn't have to be that way. If you are in maybe a rut or a bad place, that growth can happen if you both put in the work and you like say, this is what we're going to do and we're just going to make it through. So he's definitely inspired. Um, it's pretty cool. Like, He'll get texts from his friends that listen to my podcast and they're like, Hey man, it's so cool how Kelly's so real. Like I can't imagine being able to be inside my wife's head and you totally can. Like, so it's <laughs> really neat to have that um, go on in the background as well. What eventually made him kind of wake up and realize, was it just communication between the two of you? Because I re- I feel like so many women who are on the self-discovery journey so many of their partners aren't on the same page and it's so hard to keep your frequency above it all Mm -hmm. for someone who doesn't support you for sure yeah I went through this place of like fine I'll just not do it and I'm just gonna hate life kind of thing not really a bit dramatic but I went there right and I told you like I couldn't ignore the call of my heart so I probably could have done it better but I just was like hey I am doing this like with or without you. Like, mm-hmm. I know that you can't, I mean, I'm not saying that's the best way. You, you, it's all about the delivery. You can do this the right way. Yeah. But I just said, this is important to me. This matters to me. And it matters to me. I mean, this is God's calling my heart. Like, it matters to me for my kids. It matters for you. Like, this is who I am. I can't help it. Like, this is just who I mm-hmm. am. So it was just putting it out there to him that how important it was and how I wanted him to be a part of it. I needed him to be a part of it, even though necessarily, like I said, I don't need him. I did. And I do. And this journey is so mm-hmm. much easier and so much better with him on it and him on my side. Not to say that we haven't had to go through some things like he's like, Kelly, you've got to put your phone down when you get home. And I was like, you know what? You're hundred percent right. So we kind of check each other and we make boundaries. Like when, when the kids go to bed, he plays his video game for like an hour and I get on the computer like I am tonight and I work. So I think it's a mutual respect thing. Like as much as I'm like gung ho, like independent, it's coming to common ground and saying what works for, what works for you guys. And can you make a schedule can you come up with things that work for both of you and just getting on the, the same page like what is the big goal and ask ask for support like how you can support each other or you know what that support looks like for from him and, and we've done that and it's just been really really great but I would definitely say letting them know how important it is and why you're doing it and that of course that, that you need the support would love the support and to just keep an open mind and not get defensive, right? Like actually, okay. I just had my realization, the biggest, biggest, biggest piece of advice I can give. And this is a big one that when I let go of the expectation I was putting on my husband, I'm like, why isn't he so excited about it? Why doesn't he feel this way? Why doesn't he have the same like joy as I do, or he should feel this kind of support for me when I let go of all those expectations, because like I said earlier, he's not going to know how it feels because it's not his dream. It's not his goal. Mm -hmm. You know, how can he understand how important it is to me? Even if I say it till I'm blue in the face, he's never going to know. And that's not his fault. And it's not up to him to validate me. 
right? Like, so I would just say if you're struggling to let go of any kind of expectation that you have surrounding it and just know that they're going to show support, but it might not look like exactly what you had expected. Yeah. I love that you said that because it's also so hard, you know, with mindset and you're vibrating so high and you're raising your consciousness and you're becoming your most Mm -hmm. authentic self. And then when when someone close to you or even your partner has just these self-limiting beliefs that they can't see the vision in the same way that you can, it makes it so hard because then you project onto them what you want, like you said, what you want them to feel, but it's not their dream. Yeah. And, and like I said, this has been a journey for us. And I think that for so many people, if you are struggling, because um, you don't want those vibes to be crushed, you don't want your dreams to be crushed. I just, I've been there. I mean, that is a terrible freaking feeling mm-hmm. to have. Um, but I just, I just know, and this is comes from like even motherhood. Like if you're feeling like the mom of the world and some family member says something and it crushes your spirits, just having that super self-awareness of, wait, I am a great mom. I am great at whatever I'm doing and it does matter. And just kind of checking yourself and asking, is this true? And, um, you know, you can't, you can't help someone else's mindset and that's a hard thing, Mm. you know? Yeah. Um, but making yourself small or not going after your dreams, like I said, for me just made everything so much worse in the end. I think that's an amazing piece of advice. And one that's easier said than done, but definitely definitely a lot of practice. And then when you don't do it and you screw up, give yourself some grace and be like, dang it. And then learn from it, grow from it, and then try again. (laughs) Try, try, try again. So thank you so much for having this amazing conversation with me. I love that you're on this journey and I can't wait to see where it takes you. you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I I definitely am happy that we connected and I look forward to listening to your podcast. And I know like you're definitely going to go far, especially just definitely the way you're starting this and you should be super proud of yourself. That's a massive accomplishment. Thank you so much. So I love to end this podcast on just a pick me up for anyone out there who needs words of encouragement or just say, you got this today. So what's your words of wisdom to close out today's episode? Yeah, and I was thinking about this um, when you told me about it. And since, you know, we were talking about mindfulness and motherhood, um, I shared in my podcast yesterday about my worst mom day ever, which includes a massive bottle of milk on the head and me crying hysterically. And oh my goodness. But what I would love to say to anyone is that kind of like I mentioned earlier that your current state doesn't have to be your current state that tomorrow is a new day and it's going to be a beautiful day and we all get to decide how to live each day and take ownership of our life and what we're going through so your current situation doesn't have to be always that and that things get better give yourself grace and that tomorrow's just a new day Thank you for listening to Enlightenedhood, a movement that empowers mindful motherhood and sees the beauty in every woman's why. If you would like to be part of our community, find us on Instagram at Enlightenedhood and subscribe to this podcast where we put out new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. (music) 